Coming to you live and direct, this is a Real Ties Production Podcast. It's your boy Jay Ruck and my homeboy Cam. We about to jump it off. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Real trust is everybody's serenity. <laughs> what, what you mean? What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, he is tripping. Perfect example. And camera scale. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> money man, Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're going to get into today's topic. We're going to dive into how the media kind of um, controls the narrative of pretty much the world. So, um, earlier Cam showed me this, um, I guess, snippet of an interview that Odell had. Well, actually, I mean, it kind of sounded good when you played it on your phone. I might as well just play it right now. Yeah, you can. I'll go ahead and play it right now. Uh, this is Odell Beckham. Uh, on his YouTube channel talking about uh, well, him, Cam Newton, uh, Todd Gurley, and um, Victor Cruz, who's playing the moderator in this uh, conversation. They were just talking about uh, COVID-19, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, everything that's just going on right now with you know their offseason, and then Cam talking about being on the Patriots. Uh, Todd Gurley's on the Falcons now, right. um, and then you know Odell's trying to have a bounce back season, and uh, he got into uh, talking about his role in the media and how he just feels like he has to protect himself, you know, because anything that he says, you know, it gets turned into just pretty much bullshit. But uh, here's the audio right now. I feel that God's purpose for me was so much bigger than myself. So when they took my authenticity and fucked me over with it. I couldn't deal with that because, like, even even media questions or something, like, I can sit up here like, you, oh, I'm just I'm just here to play football, like, and and that's where I feel my mind going, because when I because when I give you, you know, well, and I'm giving you real insight, yet I'm seeing the articles and you shitting on me. They're taking out the little blurb. It make me not want want to be that. So I ran into bigger problems with the fucking world than than myself and then I struggled to deal with that you know depression mental health issues being in New York okay, okay so my my take initially from that was obviously um you want to be on Odell's side you know um yeah. not to say he like playing victim or whatever like that cuz I don't think Odell's a bad person um, the way that the media kind of portrays him is a, you know, a bad teammate. He can't control his emotions. He got a temper problem, blah, 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 mm-hmm. um, which he has shown a little bit of that on the field. But you're a competitor. I mean, your emotions kind of all over the place anyway, especially if you're competing at that high of a level. I don't care who you, who you are. So, um, but the reason why I side with Odell versus the media is because the media will, the way that the world is today, I've kind of expressed this with, you know, some homeboys. The way that the world is today, regardless of what the issue is, what the topic is, what the situation is, if it's negative, if it's negative, it's going to get more attention than something positive. So what I'm saying is if um, the reason why um, some of the backlash people are giving about, you know, this Black Lives Matter movement is like, Oh, Black Lives Matter only comes out whenever it's a white person murdering a black person. What? Where's the outrage with the, you know, a black person murdering a black person 
the reason being is there is an outrage, you know, um, there is an outrage in communities and churches and stuff like that. There are movements, but they don't get as much attention because you can, you know, um, put some more juice to the story if it is a white cop murdering a black man. So, like um, Odell was saying, uh, the cool stuff about Odell, like what he's doing, you know, how he's becoming better and stuff like that. Like, that's cool and all. That's good and all. But that ain't making headlines. That's not going to grab someone's attention if you're talking about how, you know, Odell is doing this negative or that negative. It's going to make people... I think Grab a lot of more. it has to do with people People want to hear authenticity. People want to see it. And that's why people gravitate towards podcasts like right. this. Because you have people that are having real conversations that are unfiltered. And, you know, no one's you know telling you what to say. You don't have a moderator. You're not looking at it. So when people give you those things and then you, you know, turn your back on them and turn it, you know, into something that you trying to profit off of, you know, you're trying to make a name right. of yourself off of him, and, you know, you're, you know, you're losing credibility, one, by doing that, but Straight that's up. beyond the point, so when you talk about somebody like Odell, I think, you know, I put Odell and somebody like Kevin Durant in the same kind of category in terms of okay, where the media is going to take whatever they say... After KD, you know, went to the Warriors, Warriors yeah. anything that he said beyond that point was going to be either it was going to be a backhand comment Yo. about Oklahoma City, even though it wasn't, right. or it was going to be some type of comment about him being better than LeBron, which yeah, it usually it wasn't, wasn't right. or it was it was just going to be always going to be something. And it turns into a point where you don't want to talk to anybody because you know that. Whatever they can say. profit off of just a head. It might not even mean anything, but somebody's going to pick it up and somebody's going to, because he's Kevin Durant. Right. And the same thing is going to happen with Odell. Right. And, or Cam Newton. Right. Or and the same Tyler guys that are sitting at the table, you know, they've all been through it. Right. And I think when he talks about his mental issues that, you know, progress as that goes on, I just think it takes the fun out of, you know, the game Overall, he was talking more about, you know, that's an hour long, that's 30 seconds out of, you know, an hour long conversation. Right. But he was also talking about how, you know, him being himself and then getting reprimanded for it, that's, he's taking the love out of the game for him because Straight it up. used to be, I mean, everything wasn't fucking peaches and cream and everything wasn't, you know, perfect. But when the game was fun, that's when he was at its best. And you could tell that, you know, him losing his temper, you know, or him even just being real and authentic, people are going to turn that into, you know, something, something that else. is not. Right. And you, at the end of the day, you get fed up with it. And it's like, you feel like you can't do anything. You've got to be some type of robot. And it's like, where can I be myself? myself? And, you know, and I can't even really be around people in public because I'm Odell. Like, I just, it's, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's a spiral. And uh, I can, that's why I was siding with him because I can, you know, I can see why players like him or players like Marshawn Lynch, perfect example. Marshawn Lynch did not want any part of the media at all. And he made that so clear because um, the the person that Marshawn Lynch is, the real Marshawn Lynch, if you have a mic up to him all the time or if you have cameras on him all the time, it will be so easy for the media to create 
an image of him, you know, like if he a, you know, he a thug, he a bad teammate, you shouldn't be around him, you shouldn't be paying him millions of dollars. Skittles should not be paying him millions of dollars. All these endorsements should not be paying this type of person, but in reality, the real Marshawn Lynch, you know, is a genuine, real person. Right. So um, the media just controls whatever narrative they want to or whatever really narrative can drive sales. If you can get money from um, having a headline of Odell this or Kevin Durant this or Marshawn Lynch this, then why not, you know, put that out? And I I mean, I can see it's, it's the money drives the world, you know, so I can see why they do it. Does it make it right? No. But, right. I mean, is it going to stop anytime soon? No. no. Well, um, do I, mean, I like the person that, you know, Donald Trump is? Like, Yeah, that's no. even a bigger conversation. But at the same time, at the same time, like, I don't know any of those dudes personally. Well, I mean, okay, shifting gears to just, you know, the media in general and right. what we see and how social media is pretty much the engine behind you know, everything that's, you know, propped up today, which is, you know, the usual propaganda and especially, you know, election year, everything is just, right, right. you know, on a, it's pretty much inflated, you know, inflated <laughs> news real. is kind of For what real. I call it. It's not even, it's not fake news. It's kind of inflated news is mm-hmm. what I kind of way to look at it. Right. And you have obviously companies that, or it's Twitter profiles or Companies, you know, pop up out of nowhere because, you know, they, you know, make some type of political stance or yeah. they do some type of they grab a lot of attention. whatever, like, you know, it props up and it's, it's really almost every it's almost like it's it, it's like a yearly cycle because there's only so many brands. There's only so many companies that have remained at that at that level to where it's almost so watered down now because everybody can anybody can really start a business now there's really you can work you can you know make your own money work for yourself like start as you whatever now and to the bigger point of what i'm saying is when you talk about the media trying to grab attention of just the little small pockets of people that really don't not they don't have a sense of direction but they're just looking for somebody to speak to them directly i think it's just it turns into a whole different game of like pandering and just propaganda that's used to get to for basically a false sense of not a false sense of reality but a false sense of hope. Pretty much, yeah. That's kind of how I look at. Pretty it. much because like um, back to like what you were saying about the, the like the fake news. Like mm-hmm. honestly, bro, <laughs> everything that pops up like on my phone or news or you know on social media whatever like that bro um a part of me wants to not believe is real yeah like a lot of the past couple (laughs) like couple years i've definitely have learned how to filter a lot of the shit that pops up on my phone or pops up on my feed and i'm just like i'm not even gonna look at it because i know it's some it's some bullshit or it's just it's just something that's there to get people outraged for a couple hours, yeah, and then it goes it, away, and then nobody talks about it. Or even even if it gives people outraged for you know a, a couple a, a month or right. you know a couple weeks it or whatever not, like that, or if it grabs attention for a while, right. then like let's say it's a like a bigger issue, like you know George Floyd dying. You know what I'm saying? It was right. a big deal. You right. know what I'm saying? But what 
now is starting to create from that situation is like so many other bullshit things. You know, like so many other things trying to profit like off of like the situation of uh, what happened with George Floyd. So I think that the media is just so money hungry that they want to distract. Well, I don't think they want to distract. Um, I think they just want to keep people interested in whatever topic for as long as they can until they get a new one. So if that happens to be, you know, a situation like this, they looking at this as a, you know, as a big, like, check pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how anybody feels about it, it's going to grab, obviously, attention from both sides. Mm -hmm. And they're going to feed into, continue to feed into it until something new happens. Yeah. Because you can see, like, there's been, um, there's been, like, lynchings and stuff like that happening and all other stuff happening that you know hasn't gotten nearly as much attention as Mm-mm. um what happened honestly i think that the narrative has switched to uh like the black lives matter movement mm-hmm. and uh what that stands for and mm-hmm. all this stuff like that um and i guess police reform or defunding the police like those are the two biggest you know, control narratives now. Well, I don't... Police reform, yes. Police defunding, you have to be careful where you draw that line. I think that's a different conversation. Yeah. But <laughs> I... Yeah, when you talk about police reform, not police defunding, you know, there's... It's I think, there, I think there's an obvious... I think there's an obvious answer for that, but I think there's a lot of people, you know, that who feel disagree. This way that but, way. Yeah. you know... Right. So to continue with the fact of how like the media is clearly in control, yeah. whatever way that they want to paint any picture, they're going to get it across. It's going to get attention um, and you can't really run from it. So I feel Odell with the fact of, you know, you can you can become depressed on because of that. You can become, I guess, whatever they're painting because of that, because if you're painted as a bad person in the media all the time every day so before you even meet that person you you already kind of feel a certain way towards them when you don't even you even said two words to them before before. so you know um that's the kind of power and control that the media has so let's say odell you know whenever he was let's say if he was going to free agency you know and he's sitting in front of gms that he's never met before they kind of already got a, a certain feel about the type of player or person he right. is based off of, you know, other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I can feel him on, you know, feeling or trying to receive mental health because of that. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess we can wrap up that segment. Um, we can get into some, uh, I guess, more positive news. Right. Uh, we could talk about the NBA. Yes, sir. Uh, round of applause for that, of yes, course. Sir. Oh, my goodness. Thank God that is coming back. Um, so, everybody, every team is pretty much um, down in Orlando practicing. Um, uh, some early news broke out uh, yesterday. Russell Westbrook came down with the uh, virus. So, you know, we'll hope that he gets, you know, good and. He gets back healthy and he gets back down to Orlando to join his team. James right. Harden, um, they said that he actually contracted the virus as well. Mm. But um, he Did said that, that he's feeling all right and that he hopes to, you know, get down to Orlando as soon as possible. I mean, these games start July 31st. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. So 
you know, it, it is think, a crazy I scene. I think it's a couple games that start July 30th. Something like that. I know yeah, ESPN is like gonna have ESPN's gonna have the Christmas type schedule for the games. It's yeah. gonna be cool. Yeah. Um the place that they're practicing in is it's kind of funny. Um I saw a joke on Twitter how if you play two K, it looks like they're playing in like the Annie Up like Yeah. <laughs> it looks like though they're playing in the Annie Up. Um but if you played AAU, um you know that similar. you've seen or you've played in tournaments that it's pretty much the same setup whether that's six courts whether that's like 12 courts it's a huge convention center that just has a bunch of courts that are just laid down and those are usually the best tournaments um you know that all the freaking coaches go to i'm you know those are freaking good old days but um anyway it's just i think it's a cool setup i mean obviously the restrictions are crazy that they have and you have the rings and the you know, you had Rashawn Holmes get in trouble for, oh, I've probably, you know, DoorDash and food. Uh, yeah, shout out to DoorDash. Was, but. Bro, he uh, he tweeted out, oh, I know I know the food food here is crappy, but you can, um, I found a way to, you know, get food delivered here. Oh. And then, like, uh, a couple, like, minutes later, he was like, yeah, you can something something with Postmates or blah, blah, blah. And then, like. 45 minutes after that, he said, never mind, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, bro, man. yeah, he is tripping. Damn, they so caught I mean, on to him so imagine, fast. God, you got to quarantine for 10 days. Imagine how freaking boring that is. Oh, it's almost like you want to go to practice at that point. Yeah. I would feel like, I mean, there's really nothing else to do. I'm sure you got, you know, LeBron's probably... You know, he's in there going to work. Bro, you bro. know LeBron's so, in there going to work. So, a little, you know, a little detour... <laughs> Um, you know, on right. that part right there. So, do you think if if it was a bigger name player like like Le- LeBron, let's go to the biggest player, LeBron, or like Luca or something like that, do you think if they would have ordered Postmates, that mm. um, they would have been like like quarantined for real for ten well, days? Well, I, I think I don't think so. Well, personally, I don't think so. Yeah, but. They do have that hotline that people are calling into that, you know, basically, it basically is like the snitch hotline. I don't really think that anybody's what? really calling into it. It's basically a hotline that you could call. It's anonymous and you can like report things that are going on in the bubble. It's, it's Yeah, it's pretty nuts. But I don't really think anybody's really doing that. Like everybody's kind of in this together. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going like, to do our thing. As far now. as like players. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to. Yeah. We're about. We're going to be lit over here. If we right. Don't, right. If we don't have to stay here. Straight but, up. Um. No, there is so many restrictions. I think somebody like, I don't know. I almost would want to say that they would have to because if any team, you know, goes against any of the rules, they could be maybe possibly thrown out of the tournament. I don't know if the NBA would, you know, get to that point, especially if you're talking about somebody like that. Right. But I just can't see them. To my, my real answer is no. Yeah, Hell no, I, was, I, I just can't see them. them out Le, the LeBron, I can't, no. I can't see them like doing it. Like this close to the, you know, they already lost Rondo, A.B. Yeah. Bradley. Yeah. They lose LeBron too. I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> they hold, the whole West oh, they is kind of. Clippers. Or, that's what I'm saying. The whole West is centered around, you know what I'm saying, L.A. versus L.A. You know much. what I'm saying? So that's what they, the NBA is hoping 
that they, you know what I'm saying, get that for the Western Conference Finals. They are, right. they are everybody is going to watch that. Everybody going to have something to say about it. That's attention, attention, attention. Well, money, money, money. They are hoping that happens. Okay. Let's shift. Let's let's go let's go strictly. Let's talk about the game in itself and how you think it'll be watching it and I'm not going to talk from a player's perspective because I obviously right. don't know how that feels, but you're kind of putting them in an environment where a lot of us are familiar with a low crowd, small gym, mm-hmm. you know, compact area. So, I mean, people kind of have a, a familiarity with it. So, it's strictly when you put NBA, I mean, you see NBA players play in like small. I know the courts are sometimes are smaller. Yeah, like but if you runs. see them playing in runs and mm-hmm. how small they make the court, how up fast and up and down they get, straight up, like it just it looks different in a smaller. Like it just looks different in a smaller gym. But it just, it just looks. Different. But um, on that, uh, they said that they like they're gonna be playing in in the arena though. What like, arena? the games? They're gonna be that. That's what they said. They, those are just like the practice courts. No, no, no. Oh, you're talking about... I know they're going to be playing in the arena. Like, the like they have a, a, a specific arena. But yeah. it's not a... It's not really an arena. It's like right. a... They got... It's like bleachers in there. Yeah, just bleachers. Yeah. But, I know they're not playing in the practice arena. I know they're not yeah, playing in that. Yeah, that's like, why I was like... Yeah, even a small... I'm saying even a small gym like that. I wouldn't even call it an arena. I would call it like a, almost like a gymnasium. Right, right. right. So... I, it, it just, it's... The optics of it are going to look... Completely different. Different, but I think I think what people are gonna realize is how much they really enjoy basketball, I and mean, uh, the rest of that shit is kind of like like yeah. summer league games, like summer league. Games. Even then, I think people are, are gonna enjoy basketball without one hearing background music. Not that it annoys me, but it kind of just takes the authenticity. Yeah, away of it's the a game. little distracting it, a little it bit. Puts too much of the entertainment aspect into it, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think one that'll be cool unless they do the fake crowd noise bullshit. I hope hope to God <laughs> oh, they nah. don't. Yeah, I really I hope, hope they don't. That'll be so corny. Um, people are gonna be really annoyed with the shoe squeaks. I think that's why they would try to add crowd noise, maybe. But I don't think um, so. Even then, but you have the players like cursing on the court, and that's a whole different oh, thing. Yeah. You have to if you want to bleep it out, then you pretty much have to use fake crowd noise because people are not yeah, watching gonna, it on they mute. Don't hear that. They want yeah. to hear something. They're not trying to hear just the com. Well, they're not trying to hear the commentators. I don't know where the commentators will be sitting, but they'll be there. They're gonna hear the comment. So, yeah, that's gonna be weird then. That's gonna, yeah. without the uh, without the crowd, just like the commentators. Yeah, and the, and the, I mean, the guys they, hearing the commentators almost pretty. Yeah, much. pretty clear. Yeah, so whatever they saying or whatever they feel, um, get they message they trying to get across to us. That players gonna hear it too. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, but I'm excited to watch some. Man, I'm just excited to get something basketball. back on TV, yeah. man. Right, even in the broader scope of things, yes, it's gonna be nice having a major sport be live. We talk about the MLB coming back, not highlights, not and, all know, this, right? This and NFL that. coming back, like once the NBA kicks off, and the really the main thing is is that the MLB and the NFL and everybody else is really hoping for. A lot 
is riding on the NBA for this experiment to work. To work, yes. Because if it works, it's gonna give everybody. It's gonna give everybody hope. Yeah, it's they gonna can give, still have sports. It'll give people fans. right ideas and how to improve on things. Like the NBA will be the experiment of: Do we want the live noise? Do we not want it? Is mm-hmm. how does it work for basketball? Do we want to change certain things that we, you know, do? I think there's gonna be a lot of rule changes that come with. This experiment, I think there's right. going to be a lot of players because the players are in control in this situation. They're putting Clearly. their health on the line to come and play. They didn't have to. The, everybody had a chance to stay home, and the guys are playing. Play. Are playing. So right. the players have a lot of power and a lot of leverage in this. And the things that they want, as far as I mean, maybe just little things that you're going to notice. Because there's going to be some good that comes out of this. It's an experiment. So you're going to take little things that you don't like and do like. But I do think there will be some rule changes. I do think as far as those rule changes go, I don't know whether that's like presentation rule changes, whether that's timeouts, whether that's the length of these timeouts, whether that's the length of these halftimes. Whatever comes from this, whether it's minuscule or major, I can't wait to see because there's going to be something. And then next season is going to be thrown out of whack anyway because who even knows how many fans are going to be allowed to be in those arenas. So it's all pretty much coming from basically ground zero and we're going to have to work our way up and that's pretty much going to be every single sport. So when you talk about an economic reset, I mean, this is kind of like a freaking sport reset, too. Because right. everybody has to now take new precautions, even when fans come into stadiums. Um, That's going to be an Grounds crews, yep. you're going to have to double, triple your grounds crews. You're going to have to, you know, upgrade any type of entrance, cleansing, or whatever that yep. the case may be. There's going to be something that, you know, that's going to be required. It's going to be new guidelines. As far as concessions, it's going to be bathrooms. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy be, yeah. as far as stadiums and actually going to see sports in person again. It's going to be a new experience as far as just getting into your seat almost. Right. And you probably going to get your temperature that. check while you in yeah. there. And if you got floor seats or anything close, you probably got to get screened again. Then you might have to wear a mask. Yeah. Sitting that close. I mean, the courtside seat thing might not even be a thing anymore. Yeah, it might not even be a thing. As, especially you know, for, for next season because yeah. they said uh, next season will start around like Christmas time. Yeah. So, I mean, if this, uh, after this season, it would end in what? Like, well, not even Christmas time, no, like early December. Wow. I think like December 1st. Okay. Or hopefully 2nd. That'd be a nice birthday present. Straight up. But, <laughs> um, no, it's, I just think there's going to be a lot that comes with it, but um, if you want to talk about um, the NFL, there's right. teams that are, you know, rookies are reporting to camp. Yeah. Uh, certain teams this week, and by next week, there will be a lot. I think football is in, I mean, at the amateur level, I I think it would be a blessing if there's a football season at any amateur level. I don't know about the high schools. I don't know how those rules work, but as far as colleges, I I just it's gonna be a weird situation at all levels because at lower than division one, mm-hmm. the whole no fans, anything at that point you're playing because you love the game and yeah. there's a chance that you can play pro, but you're playing because you love it and the fans at that point it's cool, but you're you know, you're with your best friends for real. Right. At division one and 
major, you know, major universities, you're talking about, I mean, 15,000 to 16,000 at, you know, college arenas. And then you're talking about 100,000 plus at some of these college games. Right. And it's every week. It's a sellout. It's not, oh, the attendance was only 90,000 this week. Yeah, it's a sellout. Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan could be, Michigan is terrible and they... Still selling out. Still selling out every year. Notre Dame, never going to win anything ever. Still selling still out. Still selling out. Tennessee, I mean, yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. Still selling out. I mean, we, the, the list goes on, but yeah. teams that, you know, have, you know, it's just there. It's consistent. Right. So, how they get the money back from that, I don't know. I just feel, um, I feel extremely bad for, you know, uh, players going into their senior year. Yeah. Feel terrible. Well, for tell it's, for 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 amateur level like yeah. a senior going into uh, a high school student going to a senior year, or um, um, maybe a second a second year starter going into his uh, uh, second year starting in college. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, let's say if you're at a bigger university like uh, Alabama or Ole Miss or Ohio State or Clemson or something like that, where you had to sit for two years. And then you played last year, and this is your second, you know, run. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know if you're going to get a chance to, you know, run your second season. So, uh, I feel extremely bad for, for those. Who, for you, for instance. <laughs> for somebody, you, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, like myself, I yeah. played basketball at, at Lindenwood University Division Two. Perfect example. And Camera scales. <laughs> we, our season is pretty much, I wouldn't say it's in the air, but... Instead of playing 20, 28, 29 games, we're now it's 22 just conference games, even yeah. though some of those less games. are out of state. But, you know, whatever. It's less games. Okay, 22. I can do that. But they're talking about, you know, having to, like, do different, you know, things with, you know, travel. And I don't no know fans. I can, you know, and I can, yeah, no fans, obviously. But there's different things that, you know, I don't think I can even get into yet because it's not really – Official. I can't even slide. So it's like, right. And then that's the thing. And it's like, damn, my my, my last year playing college um, and my friends, family, nobody can go. And it's just like, oh, my God. like That's already bad enough. But the things they're talking about, it almost makes it to the point where I pretty much put it like this. If your coaches, most coaches are going to be giving a lot of kids the option to redshirt and come back. A lot of kids will exercise that option. Or it's probably smart if they're under 21. I would say it's a very smart option. If they have a chance to go play pro, then go do that. But it's going to be weird. And eligibility is going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It's going to, you know, transferring. I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, do from a... Cutting scholarship money from certain sports. I mean, if you're not talking about basketball and football, you're talking about baseball and the the smaller sports in these yeah, universities. They, they, they College, the their, yeah, their yeah. scholarship money is getting just slaughtered right now, and I feel so bad because there's kids that you know go to these yeah, major universities yeah. with good scholarship money, even if it's not full. You just said with the uh, what what was that school? Stanford. Stanford just yeah. cut how many? Like twenty two uh, sports they, or no, something. They only cut like eleven, but the major sports they did. Major sport to me, men's it was men's, men's volleyball, volleyball. Yeah, men's volleyball. I think it was field hockey, and then it was um, there was one more major one like oh, I forget. like women's softball or something like that, something like that. No wrestling, wrestling. That's Re- yeah, what it wrestling. Was. I was like, like uh, what? You got, you got all these athletes looking around now, like uh, well, my only option is to 
trying to transfer. Right. You know, if we not having a season, you know, that's the only option you got. So all the roots that you just solidified at that school or whatever is kind of out the window. You're hoping to go to a school where you can come into another starting job. Right. So I feel so bad for a bunch of these kids out here, man. Yeah, I don't – I mean, to get back on – on point with the uh, with football and the NFL, mm-hmm. but college, I mean, who knows? I'll you know, we'll be happy to see, happy to have a season. They gonna follow whatever the NFL. But do. I mean, hopefully a lot of kids register, take an extra year, and you know, it's college, man. Enjoy that shit. Right. So back to the NFL. I. I see a season happening because those owners are ruthless and they're going to make sure that it happens. (laughs) But I also do think that there's a lot of guys in the NFL that do want to play because one, they love it, but two, they need that money and anything beyond this point, who knows if it's going to be guaranteed or not. So, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Um, Obviously, you, talk, you could talk about Patrick Mahomes' contract. Let's and, get into yeah. this let's, dude let's right do, here. Let's do it. Let's, let's get do into it. Patrick <laughs> Money Man Mahomes. This half a billion dollar deal, man, if growing up, every kid wanted to be an athlete. Well, majority. Wanted to be an athlete. Not even for, not even for the money. You wanted to be an athlete because you loved the game. You know? Now you looking at, you know, athletes making half a billion dollars. Man, right. my kid better go suit up. <laughs> better go suit up. Hey, yeah, get off the game. We're going outside. Right. We're going to the gym. Right. Like half a bill, like I Jesus. think it's us. Now, you know, obviously, you know, they cut taxes from that, but right. his endorsements alone and the money that he's gonna make Crazy. from that contract Crazy. after taxes is still ridiculous. It'd probably be in the high threes, maybe you know, maybe high threes, but you know, who knows? That's cool. But crazy, bro. He has so many other endorsements that it's crazy. But if we want to talk about strictly quarterback, strictly the player that he is, there's one is no doubt that he deserves to be the highest paid player in the league. He's the best and in the game. It's crazy that how fast that he has established, you know, his presence in the NFL, like. That's Mahomes. Like, you, there's you could put him on any team, and, they and you could give him hope. He is yeah. like, he's. I mean, he's it. Like, he is the quarterback. He's the player that you want. I mean, he's the quarterback. Every team is looking for. They need a quarterback. Yeah. They're looking for a Mahomes, Mahomes type quarterback that can you know make plays out of whatever that has the arm, has the accuracy, and just has that just that a little factor. bit of mobility and, and leadership capability. He just. They're going to try to mow every quarterback after Patrick Mahomes, which is so dope for him. So dope for so him. So dope. He's good. He's a good dude. So why not? Why would you not want a player like Patrick Mahomes to be the center of your speeches, if you're a coach, or anything like that? So you would want your kid to be like 10 that. 10 years. 503 mil. What are your expectations for Patrick Mahomes and the next ten years, he's only twenty five years old. Just as a just just as a sports fan, or like if I am I'm the GM, what they gave him the deal. Um, what is your expectations as a GM, and then what are your expectations as a fan? All right, if I'm the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs, and I just gave you this deal, 
yeah, you just got me one Super Bowl. Bro, out of 10 years, I need us to be in that AFC championship game at least at least four out of them 10 years, at, at minimum. And I need us to be I think in that's kind of low. In the championship game, four, bro. That's you know that's kind of the, the minimum. The minimum. Okay, the minimum. Four, four times. Uh, I was thinking the AFC Championship maybe like five or six. I mean, they they already been the past two years. Damn. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That'll be six years straight. But you know? he just got this deal. You know anything before this deal? Besides the Super Bowl, anything okay. before this deal is kind of not irrelevant. But I mean, we can just stop at the Super Bowl. Anything before that, it's like all right. Now he's here. Now he has a deal. So I now at least I at least need us to be in the in the um, Super Bowl at least at least twice. Okay, twice. It is at least twice. <laughs> if you give me a chance on one game twice, okay, you know. You know well, okay, okay, okay. But okay, you can say he made it there. But one Super Bowl out of those ten years, are you? I'm disappointed. Okay, clearly. that's what I. Okay, that, okay. That's what I'm saying with 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 the minimum. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, that, if that's how low I'm setting the ceiling, I say I say which, three. Three is probably the minimum because it depends on how he wins them. It could be different if he wins three. The next, if he wins fucking, it takes a year off and wins three straight, and then doesn't win the rest of those ten years. It's like, Man, yeah, it okay. look it might the optics of it are gonna look different. But if he wins, you know, in two years from now, then he wins in three years from now, then he wins, you know, in his last year or something like that, it'll right. look a little different. bit better. Yeah. So he'll be thirty five at the end of this deal. Thirty five. I expect him as good as good as he is, and as good as the talent is around him, as young. Mm-hmm. As those guys are, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't see them being un, an under eleven win team at any point during these next at least the next, next five seven years. five yeah. to seven years. Straight up, I think it's going to be. Uh, I mean, and at this point, it's about improving their defense because you know yeah. what you're going to get at that. It's point. about to be. It's about how uh, it was. It was the Patriots and the Colts. It's about to be the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yeah, that's and the be AFC is about I to be the think, Ravens and the Chiefs for a I little think minute. People have kind of realized that he's special as Mahomes is too. That Lamar Jackson is Preach. in his own. He's in his own lane too. Preach. And he, you're obviously a Ravens fan, and you know, I think he's already exceeded so many expectations, and he can only get better. I think once he even adds on a little bit more weight. Um, that's just as he gets older. He's still young. He's only like twenty three. Pretty on, sure he's man. my age. So let me preach on Lemar. <laughs> let me get on Lemar because I know it's a bunch of Lemar Jackson haters out there. Shout out to my boy Z Rup. Shout out to my boy Scott. Anyways, um, <laughs> the reason why people give Lamar Jackson so much hate is because of Patrick Mahomes. And whenever people are like oh. You know, yeah. he, he want to run, he want to do this, his playing style, blah, 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 blah. The They not looking at, you know, what Patrick Mahomes accomplished and what Lamar Jackson accomplished. When Patrick Mahomes came in his first year, he sat behind Alex Smith and he played, I don't even remember how many games, but not as many as Lamar did in his first season. Um, and then his second year, his first year starting, he won an MVP. You know, and then the year after that, he won a Super Bowl. Look at Lamar. Yeah. First year coming, he sat behind Joe Flacco. Halfway through the season, he took a below 500 team, took him to the playoffs. 
second uh second year, his first year starting, won an MVP. Now he's going into his third year. Am I saying Super Bowl? I hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope so as a I fan. I hope so. It's definitely realistic. But, you know, people are trying to put a cloud over it that like, no, no, that ain't right. it. <laughs> what what you mean? What do you mean? Dude won the MVP, right. led the league in touchdown passes, and he just he can't do it because of why? Because of hate? Like, nah, right, well, that's kind of corny to me. Yeah, it is. So You're right. I ain't saying well, uh, the Chiefs are in the AFC, so they gonna have to go do the Chiefs. So are the Jets. <laughs> so they gonna have to go through the Chiefs. Um so, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see for sure, but just because of hate, that don't mean that you can't possibly see that being a reality because it could be. Yeah. Well, let me just get this hot take out of the way. Since I'm a New York Jets fan, <laughs> I'm guaranteeing that we win at least nine games this year. And I don't think – no, there's no way that we don't win at no, least nine games bro. this year. No. Honestly. We're going to sneak into the playoffs. They just expanded the playoffs, didn't they? Like an extra team, yeah. That, don't, that, that? that does not mean yeah. it's gonna be y'all. That is <laughs> no, not that okay. Is... Give me, give me the, give me the four teams that's gonna win uh, their division. You got the Chiefs, the Chiefs Ravens, and the AFC West, right? Yeah, Chiefs, AFC West, Chiefs, Ravens, AFC North, AFC, AFC, North, AFC East, East uh, Jets, <laughs> the Bills. No fuck no. It's the Bills, bro. Hell no. Y'all gonna be better than the Bills? Yes, they. We usually. We usually kind of like split with the Bills. Like they might win the first one, we definitely win the second one. Or we win the first one, Look, they win the second one. It's gonna be it's we gonna be the Bills, split. the Patriots, no. y'all, then the Dolphins. That's how it's gonna no, be. That's how it's bro. gonna be, bro. No. I know. Shout out to Cam Newton. I love yeah, Cam Newton, but y'all ain't got it this year. Look, they're gonna win more the games. A- than the Jets? Jets are winning the AFC East. If we win the AFC East, that means we win in at least ten games. Oh, my so God. AFC South, you have who? The Titans. The Jags, Jags. Oh my um, gosh! Who's their quarterback? The Colts? No, nah, the, the Colts, Colts are in the AFC South. Yeah, really? Um, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> um, and like, like the Dolphins shouldn't be in it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all but right. um, the Colts got Philip Rivers. Uh, who knows what the hell? that roster's? Eh, but you just the Titans will win that other division. So you got you saying y'all gonna be better than the um? Yes. Y'all gonna be better than like the Steelers or. Oh, uh, y'all gotta worry about the Steelers. That's man, y'all. I'm That's not worried y'all. about the Steelers. I'm That's talking y'all. about for those wild card spots, bro. Because <laughs> y'all are not winning the division, bro. But we okay. We sneak into the wild card with nine wins. Like, I mean, I think that's gonna be the minimum in the AFC. The AFC's got. I think they're low. Patriots gonna be a wild card team. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Man, y'all might not even better be better than the Jaguars, bro. Stop. Gardner Minshew better than uh Sam. No, Brown, he's not. Bro. Yes, he's he definitely is, not. Gardner Minshew got a high. He got hot and then he, you know, kind of tailed off and when they were looking, been they're looking. They've been looking for Gardner Minshew replacement this whole offseason Ain't got one. When Sam Darnold been hot? Uh, last year. Last year we went. Um, he had a winning record. Uh, as a starter. All I remember is him saying, "I'm seeing ghosts." <laughs> When he was playing the Ravens, bro. That's all I remember, bro. I don't remember nothing else from that season. I don't remember nothing from Le'Veon. I ain't heard nothing from Quentin Williams. Only thing you hear from the Jets is Jamal Adams. And he want to get traded. (laughs) Exactly. So, y'all about to win. How? We going to get... Okay, look. No receivers. 
We never have receivers. It's no, like our no GM de- is just no like defense. blind. No, we got defense and we got O-line. That's what that's what we have and that's what I know that's what's going to get us to the playoffs. I can't even it's name one of our pass O-line. rushers. Quentin Williams. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? It's like our GM is just blind to getting receivers. It's like we just want to take – we take so many interior players that like when we talk about the things that we need to win games, which is skill position, it's – I don't know, and no one apparently no one likes Adam Gase, which is who's the he head coach. Get out of there. So out of got, there. I think he's on the hot seat after this year. Um, Last year, I don't know how many coaches want to take the Jets job. It's a good job to take if you if it turns out to be good, but if you bad, you're just going to be right in there with the rest of the coaches that try to coach that team, and you know, I think um, it, I, I don't know if it's a GM issue. I just don't think they draft well, and they you know. The the freaking the results are on tape. I mean. So, uh, old dude Patricia out of Detroit, yeah, the head coach. He 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 coming on the hot seat this year too. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm a head coach, is Matt I, Stafford on the hot seat or definitely definitely? You think he, so? He he's done, bro. He's done. You think? If I'm a head coach out there, and it's the Jets' job about to open up, or Detroit's job about to open up, I hundred percent ten out of ten times. Take that Detroit job over. You crazy? Though. Come on, man. They the got a. They got a. Lions, they got right? a better. They got a better Detroit young Lions? bro. They got a. They got a running back. They just drafted their corner for the future. They did. You get a chance to draft your quarterback. We ain't had a Darrell Reeves replacement. You hear me? Ever. That's what was so, crazy to me. You you get a chance to draft your quarterback, whether it be you know Justin Fields or whoever because it ain't going to be well okay think about it how sorry the, uh, how bad are the Lions going to be because their division is is good as hell the Packers are good the Bears might be alright with um <laughs> Nick Foles I think Nick Foles will beat out Trubisky for starting Trubisky job and then you trash. got the Packers who I think you know I hope Aaron Rodgers gets traded after this year, but we'll what? see how that goes. I want I want to see him on a different team like who like Jets. who um <laughs> um no, I would like to see him on a. He's trying to go to a contender, not the. I Jets. could see. I would. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers in like a. He. No, Dolphins just drafted two. Oh, but he's trying to go to a contender, bro. Like a Brady went to a a, a good setup with the. With dang, the bro! I can't wait to see Tom Brady in that uniform. I seriously, I can. He get. He got Gronk too. He got OJ yeah. Howard, Mike Evans. Uh, what's old boy name? Um. Uh, Godwin, yeah. like, bro, he got a set. And they got defense. Yeah, and they defense not bad. I mean, so, perfect situation. Hey, he about to run against the Saints in that division. I'm we'll telling see. you. I'm telling you. We'll um, see. But I don't, I don't know where Aaron Rodgers would, you know. Aaron, I mean, I can see him. Go. Honestly, it sounds weird, but. Should he can replace think, Drew Brees? I was thinking he could replace Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> on the Steelers. Come to our division, he don't want that. Nah, he don't want that. I don't think he want to play the Rodgers twice. Bro, he don't want that. Anyways, I can see him going to. Replace I can see him going like out a, west. How a about Drew that? Breeze, a Drew he Breeze. Can go out Drew west. Breeze retire after this year. That job's wide open for who? Aaron Rodgers. You think? Yeah, well, they got a good setup. You got a running though. back. You got Alvin Kamara. You got Mike Thomas. You know what I'm saying? They. I don't know how long Emmanuel Sanders will be there, but you know, you get another weapon in there for him. They actually draft a weapon for him. All right, so you know what I'm is, saying it wouldn't look too bad. It's July 14th, and I hope you're right, but I'll put it on. You can put it on record that you said that 
Aaron Rodgers is going to the Saints. Has I'm Drew Brees retires. All right, I'm telling you. Bet. Okay. It's it's okay. it's clear as day, bro. Okay. Where else? Aaron Rodgers in the dome? That would be nuts. nuts oh my bro. god, that city would Hopefully go crazy. we have this COVID stuff out the way by then. So hopefully, bro. <laughs> and the thing is, I think so we can go a lot games. of you know what's interesting? I think a lot of NFL players are kind of opening their eyes and they're saying, if we can't even exchange jerseys after games, why are we playing that? Man, they said uh uh who was this under the picture? Uh I I can't remember the, the player's name, but so the rule was that you can't um, exchange jerseys and that you have to uh, stay six feet away from other players and stuff the like that. The locker rooms are going to have to accommodate for six feet away. Like So crazy. the player was like, he was like, bro, this rule is so bogus because I can lay my jersey right here on the ground, sign it, and then walk over there and pick up the jersey you just signed and walk back to the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget the picture. You know what I'm saying? We weren't really doing it for the picture anyway. Right. <laughs> so... I'm like, yeah, okay, that kind of beats around, you know, the rules. So, um, you could still swap jerseys. Like, I mean, right. you just was tackling the dude or, you know, running around with the dude. So, who cares, you know, if you taking his jersey to the locker room? It'd just be like taking yours to the locker room. So, and everyone was kind of like BS to me anyway. So, it's whatever. They weren't even doing it for the, for the picture. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So if they still swap, like who who cares? Right. I think, but back to what I was saying, I think a lot of players are, you know, I think not that <laughs> not saying NFL players are lazy or don't want to play, but a year off might sound high to some of these guys that are banged up, that are. I think from I'm not talking from this this perspective. season this season taking this season off coming up. Yes. No, 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 bro. I think that no. some guys would be – I think a lot of guys would be okay with it is what I'm no, saying. I don't think that there's a lot of guys that do want to play, but I think there's a lot of guys that would be all right because of physically they just could take the youth. Year off. The youth in, in the NFL? No way. There's no way. There's no way, bro. Okay, but we could talk about the youth in the NFL. We could talk about the guys that are seven, eight, nine years in. Like, and I'm about saying those guys it's going to be, it's gonna be majority – of the youth want to play even even okay. some even some the of the youth. vets even some of the vet Tom yeah, Brady I'm I guarantee you he gonna want to play he wants to play yes I'm saying these guys I'm sure they want to they want to play they have my time thing to rest. is my thing is okay no 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 they got help my thing yeah and this little amount of not really been that long I'm saying there if there's guys that wouldn't have a there's a lot of guys that wouldn't have a problem with not playing is what I'm saying. Like, they want to play, but it wouldn't, like, break their spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, okay, now I got a year off to train, get right, or be with my family, like, during all this. Like, I just think that there's, they're realizing that there's, not that there's more important things to do, but taking the, like, I mean, I just think of the physicality in the NFL, like, that shit week after week, and after week three or four, I, after week two, no one is 100% healthy the rest of the season. No one is 100% healthy unless you're a kicker or maybe your quarterback. But other than that, everybody is in the trenches every day, picking contact. After about week two or three, shit's starting to hurt before every single game just because. And my ice baths come in yeah. handy. So I think, not that guys don't want to play and guys don't care. I don't want people to think that I'm saying that. Guys are lazy and they don't want to play. And they don't you, love the I, game. You was coming off like that nah, at first. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I feel like, and I can say that same thing for the NBA. I think there's a lot of guys that 
Contact one of, way one different. Of, one of, contact is different, but there's a lot of guys in the NBA that said, no, nah, I ain't playing. I'm going to be with my family. True. And true. they had the option to do that. But the majority of the players said, right, they want to play. You know, that's how I feel but, like it'll be in the NFL. And also, a whole the thing year, is, bro? at the same time, there's a lot of NBA players that didn't want to play. There's also a lot of reasoning behind why the NBA players are playing because true, of the CBA true. contract and the money that you know needs to come from these games. Like There's a, there's a bigger picture for the NBA and why they came back, it's not for just this. It's for the years after right. to protect themselves. Because at some point, this shit is going to be in the rearview mirror. And you're going to have to look at what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And and if it's some shit, then you're going to have to clean it up. And it's not going to be Sometime, pretty. And then yeah. clean up is going to be a lot longer than you know people expect. And If you wait a year. If you wait a But yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. But I'm saying... The NFL might be in a different situation. I'm just saying, but because of the restrictions in just football in general, mm-hmm. I'm saying if that shit gets shut down because of just the principle of playing football, then I think that there's some guys that, you know, would enjoy their time off. It's all I'm saying. All right. Well, you know, we're going to wrap this conversation up. This yeah. is Real Ties Production. Got your boy, Jay Ruck. Got your boy, Cam. And we're going to wrap it up. And that's the end of another segment. This is a Real Ties Production Podcast. Appreciate y'all for listening out today. Please like and subscribe on all of our socials. Uh, make sure y'all check us out on YouTube. Uh, this is Real Ties Production. We out. We out. Out. Out.